0: It's the Satellite Sisters. Hi, this is Leanne Dolan. I'm Monica Dolan.
1: This is Sheila. I'm Liz Dolan. This is Julie. Real Sisters. Real Life. Real Conversation. Tackling the world one cup of coffee at a time. The Satellite Sisters.
0: Yes, we are the Satellite Sisters. I went way back into the audio vault to find that open for today's show. For those of you who are longtime listeners, uh, you will recognize that open, but I thought that was kind of fun. Don't you think, sisters, back in the day when we had an actual announcer announcing us? Yeah. <laughs>
2: takes me back, Liz. It sounded great. Good
3: and
0: job,
2: producer Liz. Thank
0: you very much. I just, you know, I was in the audio vault this morning and there were all kinds of CDs there that had never officially been loaded into the Satellite Sisters iTunes account. So I thought, uh, what the heck? You know, I found all kinds of stuff there, Monica. If you ever want to fire up Believe It or Not again, I have your theme song. Uh, Julie, I have the opening music to International News Roundup and Civility
1: Challenge. Very good, Liz. And
0: Sheila, I have the music to both Cozy Couch and Entertaining
1: Sheila. Oh, so, my gosh. Yes. You're a winner.
0: Okay. But most important of all, I have the theme song, to Lab Rats. Oh. And I understand the rats have another report this week. So that's two lab rats reports Ooh. in a row.
2: Yes. yes. And
1: it's, it's, it's holiday themed this week.
0: Holiday themed. Are you going to tell us what or are you just going to keep us hanging for the show?
1: Well, we can we can tell we can share. It's the Starbucks holiday drink menu, girls. <laughs> it's
0: way
2: way more PC than last week's <laughs> trip down the Freedom Isle.
0: So
1: yeah, we're, we're, we got so much mail. Thank you for the Freedom Isle segment. But we some listeners felt that it was a little over the line, so we're taking it back a notch to some hot drinks you can drink <laughs> in. Uh, Monica, I want to know if you had to leave your neighborhood to do research. For yes. this-
2: <laughs> no, I was proud, proud to walk into the Starbucks to get this stuff.
0: Uh, okay. Well, it's been a busy week for everyone. I know, uh, leading up to big Thanksgiving coming up this week. Last week when we recorded the show, I was sitting in Sao Paulo, Brazil. That's and, right. Yes. So it's the, uh, the miracle of the internet that we can, uh, move around the world and still be your satellite sister. So actually, I had a really, really fun week. I was in Brazil and I was in Chile. And uh, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, you will see that what I attempted to do in my travels, to, to kind of keep it simple, I was one thing that is so great about South America are the juices. Uh, so <laughs> I was doing kind of a juice tour of Latin America. Um, so I well, hope did you, you did you end up with a
3: favorite juice list? I mean, you you posted some spectacular pictures yeah. on our Facebook group, yeah. um, Satellite Sisters, the Satellite Sisters. Was there a favorite juice for you?
0: Um, you know, watermelon juice is pretty tasty. Yes, uh, It really is good, but the uh, but it's more the juices that are fruits that are are less common here. You know, we have plenty of watermelons laying around uh, in California. So the, uh, let's see, the guava juice is pretty good. The guava juice is tasty. And then there are fruits that are not you know, I don't even know the words for them in English, so they were really good. And also, mango, it's hard not to love mango. You know, mm-hmm. I, I put mango in everything, on everything. I would drink mango every meal. <laughs> to, me, to me, mango is the new tomato. As you know, like any place you could use a tomato... Juice, side dish, you know, in a sauce. You can also use a mango. So, oh, um,
3: oh, oh, so, Sheila, <laughs> if you're going to dinner,
0: at yeah, I know. Soon. And Just it's a, a mango. <laughs>
1: Mango with balsamic vinegar is great. It, it is, really actually.
0: Is. It actually is delicious. So. I knew
1: you were going to say that.
0: <laughs> hey, speaking of cooking and the, the cooking that I don't do, I did hear in your midweek show, Julie, when you and Leanne uh, did Satellite Sisters in the middle of the week, I'm glad I listened because uh, I found out what my Thanksgiving assignment is, that I'm just supposed to bring expensive seafood.
3: That seems uh, a, that's right. <laughs> take your front card over to that nice seafood place in Santa Monica yes. and zap it down. <laughs> Because all, all of your brothers and sisters that are attending the Pasadena Thanksgiving are going to be looking for some shrimp and crab legs, I think. Yes. Okay.
0: I, you, know, you know me. I'm willing to pay anything but not willing to cook anything. So that <laughs> that is the perfect assignment for me. So anyway, for those of you who thought I was on some kind of juice fast this week while I was in Latin America, let me assure you, there was a lot of juicing, but there was no fasting. It is just, you know, the food in Chile is delicious. It's oh. delicious. Oh, really, really. really, really really, good. By the way, Chile is fantastic. Can I, you know, I know that Brazil gets a lot of headlines and Argentina, people write about all the time. But Chile is really, really cool. I liked Santiago a lot. It was a lot, um, a lot more modern than I expected. I don't know. I just, these towns that I have not been in before, I just expected it to feel older and, you know, a little bit more colonial. And that's wrong because Santiago is this bright, shiny city where almost everything is new. They have a very high standard in living, of living. It's one of the most booming economies in all of Latin America. There's, huh. even, there's even a part of town, there's like a downtown section that's older, and then there's a central business district, where a lot of the new office buildings and things are, and they're big office towers, and, and they actually call it Sanhattan. So, it's Santiago meets Manhattan.
3: That's oh, that's cool. hysterical. <laughs>
0: that part of noun, town is known as Sanhattan. So, uh, I enjoyed the Sanhattan, and then, surprise, surprise, this was very unexpected. One of the nights that I was there, it just so happened that... Um, Fox Sports Chile, you know, which is one of the many television channels I work on. I know it's confusing how many things I work on. I get confused too, people. But, um, but Fox Sports in Chile just launched a couple months ago, and they were having a special match in Santiago that night. It was like the goodbye retirement match for uh, Nico Massoud, who's one of the leading tennis players in Chile. So the first match was uh, Nicola Massoud playing David Nalbandian, who is one of the Oh, yeah. yeah he's lead, a good he, he's Argentinian, good and he, by the way, also retiring this week. And then the follow up to them was Nadal versus Djokovic. <gasps> oh,
1: oh wow, wow, Liz. So
0: it was really, really, really fun. So the first one, you know, it was very emotional for the the, crowd. The, uh, the president of Chile was even there, Sebastian Piñera, in case you're wondering. So he was there because it's Nicola Massoud. He won, he won two, two gold medals for Chile in the Athens Olympics. He won both the singles and the doubles. And now he'll be the Davis Cup uh, captain. But I am happy to report that at the moment, and guess what? He beat David Nalbandian in his final exhibition match. Do you think, do you think that was
3: <laughs> sort of like a professional wrestling, Liz? So maybe yes. A I, stage? I'm assuming
0: I, that they're both in Argentina this week and where David Nalbandian will be winning uh, in his final match. But the exciting part, so then at the end, you know, he wrapped himself in the Chilean flag and they gave him a bunch of awards. But I actually, along with the whole crowd, there I was for the first time in my life legitimately chanting, chi-chi-chi, le-le-le, chi-chi-chi, le-le-le. So with, with
1: all the Chileans. So, well, Liz, that was And that, of- that actually is a new Starbucks drink, the chile-le-le. <laughs> Le-chile-le.
0: So, so um, anyway, that was a lot of fun. One other note about chile Uh, Okay, this guy, Sebastian Pinera, he's like at the end of his term. In Chile, the president can only serve one term that's one consecutive term. Then you have to go away for a term and you can run again if you want. So there's currently a runoff between the two leading candidates for president in Chile both of whom are women. Uh, one is Michelle Bachelet, who used to be president mm-hmm. and then okay. had to leave because Good. she served her term, and another one named Evelyn Maté. So it looks like Michelle Bachelet will get reelected. But it was kind of interesting to me, being in Chile, where two women are competing to be president, and then going to Brazil, where a woman is, in fact, president of the country. So, you know, just just an observation. I don't well, know. That's if-
3: excellent report from South America. Did you, did you? I know at one point you were looking at a lot of ponchos, did you, are we all getting ponchos for the Christmas? Can we can, expect can that I just in our say,
1: stocking?
0: I saw not a single person in the entire country wearing a poncho. <laughs> in case you think it has some folklorico uh, appeal to it, well, there's really nothing about Chile that I saw that was folklorico at all. They're totally over it. They're driving BMWs, and they're doing very well. So, no, they're not wearing – maybe if I was out in the country, it would have been a different thing. So, no, you're not getting ponchos. I feel like like you've got as many as you need, and uh, the ones in the airport store were clearly, you know – just purely for tourists. So I, I didn't want to do that for you. But then when I was in um, uh, Brazil, because I just got back late last night from Brazil. because so I was in Brazil, then went to Chile, then went back to Brazil. And this weekend was the Formula One in Sao Paulo. Oh. So it was a big, big weekend there. I, uh, I did not attend any of those events. But I did watch the documentary about Ayrton Senna on the plane. So if, you, if you're if you really looking for a good documentary on a sports subject.
2: That's I mean, a wonderful movie, Liz. It's wonderful, I love isn't it, Monica?
0: It's really, mm-hmm. really great. I think even if, Monica, even if you don't know anything about auto racing, you'd enjoy that movie, right?
2: Right, because he was just incredibly handsome.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And
2: charismatic, as all the drivers are. And it's, you know, it's a sport. I don't know much about. So right. it was very well done. Yes, really.
0: it was very well done. It's very dramatic. Um, and uh, Ayrton Senna was so beloved in Brazil. Uh, so, you know, spoiler alert, the the documentary is about how he died. Uh, but the, uh, the main highway from downtown Sao Paulo out to the airport is actually Ayrton Senna Highway. And... Um, in an ironic twist of fate, the average miles per hour on the freeway is about five because there's is, there is so much traffic in Sao Paulo that uh, if, you're, if you're rich enough, you move around in your own personal helicopter and you have your own personal oh. helipad on your home and your office. Uh, This was not made available to me, so um, I was just in a car going back and forth. Anyway, Brazil, Chile, big thumbs up to both of those countries. They are a lot of fun to visit. And so if you are afraid, I would say, don't be afraid. They're very nice people. And (laughs) one fashion note that I wanted to throw out and get the sister's point of view on. Brazil is clearly the land of man buns. You see... A lot of men with the top knots. And I am... Pro top knot.
3: I, I I didn't know what you were talking about. I thought you were referring to buns. <laughs> buns. No, a I mean like part of the body completely. Yes, sorry, I should have been like clearer about okay, that. Okay, you're talking. It's about- a,
0: actually they're very good at that part of the body too, Julie. I would say in general. But I was not. No, in, I but was bone. <laughs>
1: <bun. laughs>
0: I was not in, in any beach environments. Uh, I was in a business district. But no, you know, men wearing buns on their head. So. I, I think on the right man buns are super sexy, but I didn't know what you guys would think.
1: I, I know. I, I, I think I like no. I wear a bun. The man should not wear a bun. <laughs> I, I really believe that. And okay. I, I mean, I'm fully into my bun head now. And uh, the little donut I use. I, I, I think maybe Johnny Depp could wear a man bun yeah. on the beach, but that's about it.
2: Okay. I, 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 I didn't even know what you were talking about. But- <laughs>
3: if to Portland to, yet, to
2: sheila sheila alluded to her bun head that she was sporting this summer when she went to the wedding so now i'm getting it um i think I'm the right man it'd be pretty sharp
0: are you telling me there are no man buns yet in portlandia i think, I think there
2: probably are i just haven't noticed them yeah because uh, people are you know wearing hats now so
1: <laughs> are wearing big knobby hats big knobby <laughs> uh, knit <laughs>
2: Home net homemade hats, so it's costing <laughs> the man bun. But
3: and right. you know, Liz, the man bun is not going to work with the cowboy hat. No, so I, it is. We're not going to be seeing a lot of it in Dallas. I think it's one of those hairstyles that probably does not translate well. It's you know, it, there are I'm certain sure countries it's great on South
0: America.
3: Yes, that's. I, I agree. When in South America, go with the man bun. But I, I don't think we need it in North America.
0: We're just gonna stop that at the border. No man buns here. Uh, all right. Well, one last note. So I got home. So I was away for like eight days. It felt like a really long time. And you get into kind of a news blackout situation because you're moving around a lot. You're out every night. You're not really, you know, I don't speak Spanish or Portuguese, so I'm not catching things too much as it goes on. But last night I was, I landed at LAX, uh, on my Korean Airlines flight. So the, there was a driver who picked me up there, and as we're driving home, he asked me how my trip was. I said, uh, "I said it was great. I was in Brazil and Chile," and he kind of looked at me quizzically. He said, "Well, then why did you fly home from Korea?" It's I like, <laughs> like, no, I, I was on a Korean airline, but it was so I explained that whole thing. But I had noticed coming through the um, airport on one of like the CNNs on in on many of the bars that there was, uh, I saw in the crawl that um, Iran had agreed to a new uh, nuclear pact, new nuclear limits. So, mm-hmm. And that seemed like a really major story, like the president was on. And so, uh, so when I got home, it was just about 10 o'clock. So I thought, okay, I'd like to see what's actually going on with that. That seems like big news. So I turned on uh, CNN right before uh, 10 p.m., And uh, what comes on? Special report at 10 p.m. I'm like, okay, good. This is it. I'm going to get the latest on the new nuclear agreement. And it was a show called Life of Miley. And it was a a 30-minute documentary about Miley Cyrus. Good Liz, you need to catch up. She's been very busy all week. I mean, that Iran
3: thing's going to go on for a while. Don't worry about that. But, Miley... yeah,
2: but right, th- things in Miley's life are happening at lightning speed. At this... pa-
0: yes, uh, apparently right,
2: they don't have a special every week about her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well I'm fully caught up on that, and uh, so I'll read up on the rest of it, I guess, today. So, uh, so that's my trip report. Now, just home for Thanksgiving, which I'm I'm really looking forward to.
1: Well, we're looking forward to that shrimp, I'll tell you that. (laughs) That sounds good.
2: And the crab meat. Well, Liz, while you were gone, I I was listening. um, Julie and Leon did a show this week, and Leon did a report from the LA car show, which I thought was fascinating. I thought it was great. Um, And I'm planning to go to the car show this year in Portland. I went last year. But they were talking, Leon was talking about a few cars that. Uh, might be good for women of our age. And one of them was the Buick Encore, which is a car that I'm interested in. Oh, okay. When Leon described it had noise, deafening, bow sound, noise cancellation system inside the car. That sounded really good to me. I knew I can... you would like that, Monica. I know. Oh, I'm yes. Here. Because then, of course, I can focus on my poor eyesight. and <laughs> try... <laughs> road.
3: Not that is distracted. if you still have a
2: driver's license by the time you get this car.
3: <laughs> not, not be distracted the
2: by the road noise, but I had a little funny thing happen this week that made me think, you know, I re- maybe I really should start looking at cars. So we had the first real frost uh, of the year. So I go out in the morning to get my car, and there's just a little bit of ice on the windshield, but I have to get the ice scraper out of the back seat, Close the back door, you know, sort of gently slam it, and it just flaps back at me. There's no connectivity; <laughs> it is just flapping in the wind. Oh. <laughs> so first, I, of course, you think it's like this. Well, the seatbelt is just stuck in the door, so I see the seatbelt is stuck, <laughs> and so I just try closing it. it. Just flaps back at me. There's just it's like a dead door. It's the only way I. <laughs> I've never even heard of that happening. Yeah. And it is just blowing in the wind, just open, blowing. And I am out there. I hope my neighbor saw. I am out there for 15 minutes. I am pushing buttons. I'm unlocking, locking the whole thing. It's just flapping in the wind. And now it's like, I have got to get to work. You know, I don't want to be late to work. So I go inside, and I get a roll of duct tape. And oh, I, yes, good. <laughs> Jesus. It works yes. on everything. That or a bungee
3: cord would be the way to I go. I thought it was, you were going to go for rope. But, yeah, but duct tape would work, yeah.
2: You know, I was thinking about the bungee cord, but I don't even know what I would bungee it to. So <laughs> I got the duct you tape. You have to bungee it all the way around the other side of the car. I know. You have to stick it to something. <laughs> so And I thought, well, I, I guess you could drive with your arm out the window holding <laughs> the door closed. But it was thirty-two degrees. Oh, so I just, yeah, that sounds I, unsafe. So I just taped that sucker closed, and it looked, you know, it looked terrible. I mean, wait, I where did you put the duct tape on the outside? Oh, on the, the outside, Julie. There was no being discreet about
1: it. And wait, well, how did the tape stick with the frost and the cold?
2: Well, that's what I was worried about. So I stuck the whole roll in the car and taped <laughs> it open. <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's the thing, I I had a big piece of the like undercarriage of the car fell off this summer when I was driving. And so I got out and I duct taped that up too. So now the whole car is taped together pretty much. And, uh, yeah. It's like the Beverly Hillbillies there. So I go online to, uh, to see what the, what the deal is. Cause I'm thinking, Oh, I got to bring it to the dealerships. It's going to be expensive. There were whole chat rooms devoted to like, VW doors just (laughs) flapping open (laughs) (laughs) the dead door (laughs) syndrome.
0: Yes, DDS.
2: There's yeah, there's a whole door thing on all models of VWs. They're like, Oh yeah, eventually it's gonna happen to you. Something something it was related to the cold. I just don't want to spend hundreds of dollars fixing it. So it's You'd rather buy a new car. That's how I got. Yep. (laughs) I, what I need is some blue colored duct tape. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so oh, ca- camouflage, what? camouflage duct tape. You're right. And it's not like you ever get in or out of the back seat, so who cares if that door is open right. shut? I,
2: you're right. I can get the groceries out of the other side. So I just, yeah, right. I mean, the next point, I'm going to just spray paint the gold, the silver duct tape, so it'll at least really blend into the car. Because yeah. it was embarrassing. But um, I, I tried, uh, they said they recommended WD 40. So I sprayed a bunch of that in there and. We're going to see what happens. I've just kept the tape on all weekend, hoping magically it's just going to latch when the uh, weather warms up. So
1: I would just love to know what's going on with your neighbors when they watch you. First, you crashed into their garage. (laughs) Next time, you're trying to get your door closed for 15 minutes, and you start taping up your car. I mean, it's just... (laughs) <laughs> when is the insanity going to stop? When you get a new car, Monica. Okay.
0: How so old is your cool. car? Your car is like 10 years old now? I
1: really like
0: my car.
2: I love driving it. It still drives really well when things are taped
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but how <laughs> and old it's,
3: is it, Monica? How yeah, old it's, old?
1: Uh, it's 14 years old. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, when it's not rolling down a hill or <laughs> the door isn't falling off, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, I think you
0: should
3: go all in on the duct tape. I think you should try to co- go online, go to one of these chat rooms and find an artist that maybe could work with duct tape and really just
2: take your whole car to a new level with a lot Gee, of duct that's tape. That's a good idea because, you know, it, I should put some on kind of profic- prophylactically in some spots because stuff, more stuff is going to start falling <laughs> off as <See> a years <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just I mean, you could be this. a sensation in Portland, Monica. I really think that
2: this.
0: It you, right. yeah. It's a new, a new kind of art car. You know, they have those around here a lot. It's yes. tough there. It's Southern California, that works. In the rain in Portland, the art washes off the car pretty quickly. But, yep. uh, but yeah, you could make a real statement. And it would seem somehow green and recycling. And there's it a, is. It's yeah. reusing. Yes. List. Uh-huh. Right. Um, Just keep that sucker taped together for another five years. <laughs> That's maybe my,
2: yeah. maybe put some tarp on it. T- tarp is good too, Monica. Tarp's That's a good <laughs> luck. Tarp's a good luck. A lot of my neighbors have pe- big pieces of tarp on their roof. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <laughs>
1: oh boy! All right.
3: Well, what's going on with you,
0: Sheila?
1: Oh well, sisters, I had a kind of a big week. Um, well, did I tell you about the book cook celebration at school? No. no. Very successful. Just want to mention the book cook. Uh, the book cook was our, our first uh, – can you guys still hear me? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Our first book report celebration in third grade. So what we did was uh, the kids uh, cooked for their parents – they presented their book reports where the template for the book report uh, was uh, in the shape of kitchen utensils. So, for instance, the plot was written on a measuring cup and <laughs> the author and copyright written on a fork and a spoon. Do you see, see where I'm going with this? No. Not no, really, I no. Under, I don't understand
0: the I, I don't understand, understand the connection between that and the book.
1: Okay, and then it's it, the, the book report was called Cook-A-Book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I guess I'm maybe I'm over your head. Uh, so you I, I think you are. <laughs> I haven't been in third grade in a long time, so that's. And then I, think you are. I created. Um, I thought of a concept called the genre placemat. <laughs> And which meant that I taught them about the five genres of fiction, and then they created a beautiful placemat and drew that in with all the characteristics of their genre, nice. as they as they called it, the genre. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, genre is a tough word for third graders. I can imagine
1: that. And, and then they created a lovely sugar-free buffet for the parents, including fruit kebabs, um, a, a, a rather, rather foul, uncooked sugar-free cookie. Have you ever, <clears throat> mm, no cooking involved. That was rough. That, that tasted like Play-Doh. And, um, <laughs> and then we, I made a raspberry lemonade and we had all the parents in. So it was very successful. Oh, nice, good. Okay. You know, good.
0: Sheila, I keep reading about this new common core and I'm guessing that, Book cook is not part of the new Common Core.
1: Uh, you know what? It's not Common Core. And and and, and as as my wonderful new co teacher said, who's young, who's just starting out, she said, you know, I really want to get back to teaching. I said, this is teaching. The book cook is teaching. This is what they're going to remember. <laughs> they're going to remember the disgusting cookies and the, the cook kebab <laughs> and the jar. And plus. The Pi de la Resistance, um we ordered them chef hats. I mean Oh nice. How cute is that? Yeah, these okay. are the
0: photo photos for that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Good photo up. So that was that was at the beginning of the week. And then last night I had a very, very important night, which was I mean it was just it was really a big night for me. Um I met my new boyfriend. We are going public now as boyfriend and girlfriend. I met my new boyfriend's mother. Whoa. I yeah. know. I know. And,
0: yeah,
1: well, I went absolutely fantastic. She's lovely. Um, absolutely wonderful. And she was a teacher and she was a school librarian. And, you know, there's, it's a, it's, you know, once you're a teacher and you meet another teacher, that, that's it. You know, I'm golden, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think she really liked me. But I think the issue was really, um, that I have actually never met, um, a boyfriend's mother <laughs> before <laughs> in That's my, not, in, your, in whole life, your whole life, in your whole, my life. whole life, because, um, of course the guys, guys I dated when I was younger, uh, you know, I didn't I guess... They were bad boys. They were bad yeah, they boys. Were, so they never yeah. introduced me to their mothers. And by the time I got married, my my ex-husband's parents were both deceased. I never had to do that. And then my uh, only other relationship, his parents were not in America. So that never came to fruition. So, um, and I guess the, the big thing is there is a slight age difference between my boyfriend Brian and I. Yeah. So... Um, the mother w- is very, is still very involved in his life. Uh-huh. Oh,
3: and, and so, let's is the mother older or
1: younger than you, Sheila? She is older. Okay, okay. That's good. I yeah. think,
3: you. Okay. I, yeah. good.
1: So, uh, so that has been established. So what, what I basically did, Julie, in the morning was I made a mad run to Nordstrom's, and I needed a few things. Uh, okay. I, I needed, not that it matters anymore because eventually everyone's going to know. My age, blah, 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 but it didn't come up. But anyway, I wanted a nice... <laughs>
0: she she didn't demand to see your driver's license.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted a nice uh, cream blush by Bobby Brown. I thought that could take a couple of years off. Shave <laughs> it off. You. You. And, and then, of course, I add the oil to the cream brush just to make right. it look like...
2: I was like, were you just like pounding the serums yesterday? <laughs> I pounded
1: those creams and I woke up so early, I went for a swim and I just pounded the serums. I had night I had something called freeze your face on. It was like I, I had I had a night freeze cream, then I had the serum, then I had like the vitamin C retina A. Um, wet hair, and I am pulling into Nordstrom's, and I am just frantic. I need a new black, I need new jeans, Julie. Okay. I, I, what I wanted was I wanted some uh, like a nice flare jean, mm-hmm. a nice more formal, uh, you know, flared jean with a seam down the front. And but of course, you can't buy anything that day. That's going. You need to. It needs to be hemmed. Like you're swimming in the jeans if you not try. If you have, not if you have duct tape. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> just such, that a, of such a good point, Monica.
1: And so, I mean, I first hit up Bobby Brown. It's like, just give me the pretty, the pale pink, cream blush. I needed a new mascara. I really was tempted to buy one of her serums, Monica. Oh. Because Bobby Brown basically has it's like cooking oil that you can put on your face. <laughs> She's all about plumping it up. It's, 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 it's a plumper that I, but I just, I skipped it. Then I, I ran around, I went for the jeans. The jeans had a lovely sales girl, Christina, who was about 21 and she, she was showing me the jeans. I ended up with a nice boot cut, a dark wash boot cut, Mm -hmm. (laughs) boot cut. And and she's and I am like sweating at this point. All the serums are dripping off my face. She's like, um, uh, uh, "So it's his first special occasion," and and I was excited, but I was like wiped out by ten thirty. The a store opened to ten. I did everything in a half an hour because they had to get home and like do my hair and everything. And um, I said, "Oh God, I'm meeting my boyfriend's mother," and I knew the look on her face was really?
3: Uh, (laughs) She's thinking that you may be the mother, right?
1: (laughs) She's like, oh, I don't get that. Like, aren't you too old to be meeting a boyfriend's mother? And I was like, oh, no, I'm meeting my boyfriend's mother. She said, oh. And, of course, at Nordstrom, they are so nice. Yes, they are. You want to buy, like, five more items because they're so nice to you. She said, you look so fabulous in those jeans. Those jeans. She said, well, you look? just look so fresh are you going to meet them for lunch i said no honey i got six hours to prepare i I
0: have more moisturizing to do
1: (laughs) this is just a first stop i need foundation i need a lot of stuff i need a lot of help so um but so I, i i basically said god bless you that's what i said to her as i left you know thank you and, you know, everything works out, Julie. If you have a nice, fresh blouse on, I bought some nice, simple gold earrings. Um, uh, I did, I did wear the bun head. I opted for the bun head because that's an instant facelift. Uh uh-huh. um, <laughs> Particularly if you do it tight. So, you
3: you look good that way, Sheila. Sure, sure. But here's um, what I want to know. Did you make any, like, cultural references uh, that would tip the Like music, movies. Know. Did you and talk it, about the Kennedy assassination it, anniversary
1: <laughs> where you were? I was absolutely silent. I just listened. I could not speak. Um, and there were other things. Uh, but basically what we did was we talked about teaching, which was lovely. Uh, Carol is a uh, scrapbooker, so I was really oh, interested good. in that. Um She was planning her daughter 's wedding, and you know it 's all about the wedding Julie
3: okay, yeah. good, good.
1: So we talked about the wedding and um how much we love weddings, and we talked about family and we've all grew up in Connecticut, we talked about Connecticut, we talked about the food, we kept it light, and I good. thought it was a lovely evening, I really good. did
0: Good That's good, cute that's great I know. And, and how did how did brian feel it went good
1: brian felt it went absolutely great so i i think and and you know we'll hear I, i'm sure we'll hear back um and uh will you know next step is i'd like him to meet all of you guys uh so there we go and and i'm i mean i actually Does i bought him a- like seafood <laughs> There will be opportunities
0: this week. <laughs> I know. So will, we're will we see him on Thanksgiving? Are we going to get a chance to meet him?
1: Not not on Thanksgiving, unfortunately. But very soon, Liz. Okay. All right.
0: Very, very
1: soon. soon. Okay. Yep. okay. So that's it. I'm down. So, whew.
0: congratulations! You got past a, a. That's a major milestone, I would
1: think. It yeah. is a major milestone in my life. Yes, it's the first time ever. So. Uh, so that's that's good, and we'll we'll keep you posted on that. Okay,
3: well that's good. You got new jeans, and your face is plumped up. So all in all, a good a good evening. Good evening, Joel. Okay, well here. Speaking of evening, I, I, we have a new segment, and I I need your advice, sisters. Okay, I need a ruling. I, I, whether I have two incidences that happened in the last twenty four hours, and I need to know if these are neighborly or not
0: okay that's okay. What this neighborly is. or not we're gonna have to go find a theme song for that yes
3: Liz, we need to okay. you have to go into the vault or a new theme song neighborly or not okay here's the first incident it uh, around uh six o'clock last night i got a text from one of my neighbors that said that she was having a surprise birthday party for her husband and there was going to be a loud boom in the neighborhood uh, around between 7 and 8 o'clock. That was, the, that was the text that I got. Now, my question, first of all, is this neighborly or not? I mean, because I didn't, wasn't invited to the party. Uh, right. Right, right. But I suppose because there was going to be this loud noise, she didn't want to alarm her neighbors which is which could be seen as a very neighborly thing to do right uh-huh. so what do you think sisters was that neighborly or not <laughs> well is she a good friend of yours julie no, no, I mean we're we're neighbors, we're neighbors, we talk, we're very friendly. Um, I know both her and her husband and uh I've been to their house, they've been to mom, our house. Uh so so you know that's that's where it is, but um but she had arranged to have a cannon in the driveway.
0: Oh. Okay, cannon? I'm going I'm going with neighborly. I think uh I think she was right to warn the neighbors. Yeah. But I don't think in that situation, for a major birthday for your husband, you're obligated to invite all the neighbors. I mean, if she's going with the, like, dearest and closest friends and family they have, uh, apparently you have not earned your way into that group yet. Right, right. But it was very neighborly of her to warn you about the noise because I'm sure that could create some panic. So I'm going with neighborly. I don't know about the rest of you sisters.
2: Um, I think it's neighborly. I just don't understand the canon. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't get past the yeah. The canon yeah. is not neighborly.
3: Well, I don't know. Again, because all I got was a text. I don't know what the context of the canon was or what. The, the significance of the cannon was to the birthday celebrations, but there was a cannon blast did occur. Um, also, it's, I think it—you know—in in retrospect, I think you know—I I, I, you know—I mean, again, you know, I don't have to be invited to every party that's in—you know—just because someone's having a party on your street doesn't mean that you should—you know—you have to be inv- automatically be invited to that. You know, that's that is true. Um, um, and it's a good I, thing. I feel, I feel a butt coming on. but no, 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 no,
1: it's a good thing she said that
3: because also as part of the celebration, there seemed to be some cowboys involved. Because at one point, my husband looked out our front uh, re- window and saw three cowboys with guns drawn going down the street. Now, again, if we had not received the text about the birthday celebration, we might have come to a different conclusion. <laughs> what? Kind of story. party was
0: this? I'm guessing some kind of Alamo theme is, uh, that's what I'm guessing.
3: It, it could be like, like I, maybe maybe that's what it was. But there were there were cowboys with guns coming down the street. So that again, you, we could have jumped to the wrong conclusion if we didn't know there was some kind of birthday celebration going on. So yes, I guess it was a very na- it was it was just
1: unusual. It was <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a birthday celebration. Run for your lives! I mean, <laughs> just yeah. Um, you know, did, did you do any reconnaissance to find out if there were other neighbors invited to the party, Jewel?
2: Well, it sounds Uh, like you you and you and your husband spent most of the night just peeking out of the curtains, (laughs) trying to guess what was going to happen next. Well, you can't
3: blame us when you get that kind. When you, uh, I was like
2: Cowboys with guns drawn, you know, riding down the street. I would be highly suspicious.
3: They were. They were not
2: horses.
3: They were. Yeah, they were just walking down the street.
1: Oh, walking. walking. You never know, some wild steer could come barreling down into your lawn, too. You didn't know.
0: My my question, Julie, is also the, um, how did Zorro, your black lab, react to the cannon fire? Because a a lot of dogs would find cannon fire upsetting. Right, right.
3: And again, very neighborly that she sent out this notice, and I checked with another neighbor that was not invited to the party as well, and she had received the notice as well. And um, um, my dog Zorro didn't. Care. He, you know, he sleeps through anything. So he, do, you know, he
2: doesn't. That Julie, Julie I, I think you can count your blessings. You did not go to that
0: party.
2: Surely <laughs> it involved some sort of costume. And okay, I, I okay. feel about wearing costumes. Yeah that's,
3: yeah, that's or
0: some deep Texas roots that you don't have.
3: <laughs> right, right, Liz. Right. Okay. Here's the second situation. I need. I need to know whether it's neighborly or not. I was, um, I was at the grocery store today um, um, doing a little um, sort of pre-holiday shopping and also a, a small amount of hoarding. We're about to have a big ice storm here in Dallas. And um, the man behind me in line was apparently buying bread. And when I'm saying he was buying bread, he had Twenty loaves. He had all kinds of bread. He had pumpernickel bread, rye bread, white bread. He had rolls. He had (laughs) had hamburger buns. He had he had he had donuts. He had little Debbie cookies. He had. But it was it was he had he had fifty different items of bread on uh, the on the conveyor on the checkout uh, conveyor belt. And I I just, is it neighborly or not? I turned to him and I said, are are you going to a bread festival? You know, that's... (laughs) I I mean, and he laughed, but he didn't explain his bread purchases. And I just want to know, is it over the line to comment on what someone else is buying at a grocery store? Like, when, if you're in the checkout line... Yes, it is. Is it neighborly to, like, comment (laughs) on the fact that this guy had... I don't know what he was doing with all this bread. I just was kind of curious. Or should I just have minded my own business?
1: Julie, there is nothing more annoying to me when someone looks at my purchases and says something. I can't explain it. I feel like I want to rip their head off. I, I It's like, this is my gross... Uh, this is my money. I mean, and, and and do not look at me. Do not look at my stuff. And do not say anything. i I find that... That's like somebody commenting on what you're eating when, when you know, you, they're just walking by. Oh, that looks like a good sandwich. Well, yeah, it is. It's my lunch. And please turn your back to the wall because I do not want you
2: commenting. And, Sheila, I, I feel the opposite. I feel like it's kind of friendly. If you see someone has... You know, to say something like "Boy, having a big party tonight," or oh,
1: yeah, that that's that's the subtext is "Wow, you're a big fat, you know, gluten loving, you know, sugar binge." <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: oh, I, I just think it's friendly to say, hey, yeah. not comment on everything, but you could have said, "Julie, like, whoa, you having a big party or a big barbecue or? Well, I don't you know, know, I, mean, I, I made thought it Right. I thought it was
3: kind of cute. I said, are you going to a bread festival? Because, you know, I mean, he had, I mean, at first I thought, well, maybe it's for Thanksgiving.
1: You know, he's, he's, no, well, (laughs) bread festival, what, like Woodstock, three days of gluten-laden products? Like, what, what, What? where did you get that? It's gluten stock, Sheila. You don't know
3: about gluten stock? (laughs) Oh. I just thought it was kind of cute, Sheila.
1: I was trying to keep it light. I didn't want to be light. Well, too noisy. Yeah, t- you made your comment. How did he feel? How did he look when, when he, you said he, that? He laughed,
3: but he didn't provide any information about what he was doing with all this <laughs> I,
0: You know what? I just fundamentally find what people have in their lane, it's usually fascinating. When it is like the ultra ultimate anthropological... Uh, experience analysis to kind of look at what people have and guess what their lives are like. What is going on here? And you,
1: Margaret see... Mead oh, no, is... you see,
0: you see people who like have a have a, a lean cuisine and a fifth of scotch, and you think, well, that's not good. That doesn't seem like a good combination. Or this, which seems like it could be it could be off on some kind of fun giant stuffing making uh, experience for Thanksgiving. But I normally make a mental note and kind of try to imagine what the person's life is, but I, I rarely comment. I, I just okay. I keep my little invented story to myself.
1: Okay. Yeah, I so think so the, the little Debbie roasted chestnut <laughs> stuffing is big this year. I, I, I saw movement for that. I mean, the little Debbies give it away. I mean, that's not bread. That is no it wasn't bread I, I don't know what that was
3: <laughs> again okay. I was trying to find out by asking him I thought a neighborly question but the vote was two against two against one so that apparently was not neighborly so okay. my neighbor was actually neighborly
1: and apparently <laughs> I wasn't near I was over the line it's and okay, I asked you, the, the you made a little a little mistake you, next time you know you just look and hold it in hold it in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, um, so, uh, okay. Thanksgiving. Monica, are you headed to Bend for Thanksgiving?
2: Yes, I am. I'm taking the bus. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm You're trying, afraid trying, something <laughs> major, like the engine's going to fall out or something? I'm trying
2: something new. Well, you know, it could snow. So they, they have a bus that goes from Portland to Bend. It does take quite a bit longer than your own car. But you don't have to bring any tape with you. And so I bought a ticket on the bus. So I think that'll be kind of fun on Wednesday night. Um, and, yeah, having Great. Thanksgiving dinner with our brother Dick and sister-in-law Sue and some of Sue's family. So it'll be fun. I'm not bringing anything because you can't really bring anything on the on bus. On the bus,
0: yeah. Yeah. And Julie, I heard, I listened to the show you and Leon did this week, so uh, because of your wrist injury, your son, Will, and his wife, Lauren, are doing all the cooking, which sounds great. I yes. tr- you're going with the deep-fried turkey, which I can't wait to hear how that goes. And- I know. Yeah, I laughed out loud when you said that millennials know how to do everything because they've watched a video on it. And that is so true. Like, everything everything is explained on YouTube. Yeah, sure. You watch a video, you know how to deep fry a turkey. So I'm dying to know how it actually turns out.
3: Well, we'll let you know. Hopefully we don't, we don't burn down the house. I might be sending out notices to my neighbors about a blast that happens <laughs> on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hey, but we don't want to forget Lab Rats. That's Do we only have that coming in? Oh, yeah. Soon? Oh,
0: my God. I totally forgot. Yeah. I know. All, okay, all right.
1: Rats. All right. Well, here we are, Monica. Me, uh, oh, wait a minute. Wait
0: a minute. I'm going to. Okay. Let's play a little Lab Rats intro music. Okay.
3: Red.
1: Here we are, Monica. Monica, take it away.
2: Sh- Sheila, didn't you get the introduction? I did.
0: I did, but it start. Oh, here it is. Oh, oh, intro. oh Monica, do you write the intro that Sheila does?
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, no, no, we are the Lab Rats. We are back this week, Monica. This is Sheila Dolan in Los Angeles, Monica Dolan in Portland, Oregon, And Lab Rats is that special time of the show when Monica and I road test consumer products and report back on our findings. Monica?
2: (laughs) Sheila, this week we tested the holiday beverage menu from Starbucks, uh, Mm -hmm. which was just a lot more enjoyable for me. Then our last trip down the Freedom Isle last week, that was a little embarrassing uh, for me. But this was a really fun assignment. Thank you, Sheila. Um, We sipped and sampled uh, three drinks that are on the Starbucks holiday menu. The gingerbread latte, the caramel brulee latte, and the peppermint mocha.
1: Mm, okay, Monica. Well, you know, I have fun in the Freedom Mile, but of course, Starbucks is another place where I feel right at home, uh, and I, I I, feel like I have an unfair advantage here because it just so happens that this year, my lovely classroom teaching assistant, that's right, Ashley, is also a barista at my Starbucks, <laughs> and in fact, when I um, interviewed her, it I, it, it clicked on in my brain that I had seen her at Starbucks and I saw her multitasking so well that I thought she'd be a perfect teaching assistant. <laughs> um, so I've had, uh, I've had so many free drinks um, and samples, but <laughs> I have bought, I've invested huge amounts of money in Starbucks over the course of my life. Um, and this is what my methodology and what I'm looking for. I, 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 need, uh, strength in my espresso. And girls, you've often heard me sort of, uh, give a special order, uh, that I have created myself. If, if, if a coffee calls for one shot, I want two, right? Mm-hmm. If it's, if it's poured in a medium cup, I want a short cup because I want a flavor blast. I want, I want a concentrated espresso blast. And I also want the sweet, the hot, the gingerbread, the nutty. The molasses, I want it all. Um, so I basically go to Starbucks once a day or twice a day. And um, I started drinking the PSLs about um, two months ago, pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice lattes. Yes. And it was the 10th anniversary of the PSL, and I honored that. I, I bought them consistently for a month. <laughs> but But I ordered them in my own special way, Julie, which is short a double short psl one pump non-fat because see the syrup
0: i don't even know what that means (laughs) no i I, i'm with you julie i'm not i don't speak starbucks as well as sheila does
1: well the special pumps that they're going to be flavored pumps of gingerbread of pumpkin of caramel of peppermint are actually very sugary Uh so if you're watching your waistline um and you wanna cut back a few a few I don't know five or six calories <laughs> you can ask for a one pump, but I'm looking for strength, I'm looking for reduced sugar, and I'm looking for um just a sweet, long lasting holiday flavor, Monica. How about you?
2: Okay, well I, I'm the complete opposite of you because <laughs> of course coffee- yeah. I have saved millions of dollars over the years, Sheila, by not listening to the siren call of Starbucks and its fancy flavored whipped cream top drinks. So I'm actually funding my retirement with the money that you're spending at Starbucks, but we can talk about that later. So, yes, we can. Um, because you forced me to go down this road and go to Starbucks and order these fancy drinks.
1: Forced uh, you? I mean, it's enjoyable. Okay, go ahead, Monica. It was enjoyable, but I am now the proud
2: owner of this uh, buy five drinks, get one free card. I have my own holiday. I believe the man called it a holiday passport. Oh, and so really? uh, I'm going to be filling up that card. Now, what I'm looking for in a drink like this, I really want... Um, dessert in a cup. That's what I I like. Yeah, no, that's okay. I I want a liquid dessert. I want warm goodness. I want a touch of espresso. And I want something that's gonna be a really special treat because I just can't afford to
1: buy things like this. No. No, for me it's no longer a treat. I understand that. It's it's a need. It's a necessity.
2: Um, and okay. I don't want to cross over into the need category, So, but okay. I did enjoy it. So let, let's keep going.
1: Okay, we're the Lab Rats. Today we're testing Starbucks holiday drinks. Let's get to the results, Monica. Okay. First, let's go for the gingerbread latte. Uh, by the way, this drink is only 250 calories. Hmm. Um, and what it involves is the gingerbread-flavored syrup, the espresso, you have nutmeg, cinnamon, and you have my favorite spice, vanilla. I could eat a stick of vanilla if if I were allowed. I just would like vanilla on everything. Um, and you can opt for the whipped cream. Um, I actually enjoyed this drink immensely, but I had to do, and this, by the way, I, I prefer the one pump of gingerbread and the whip. Um, and I thought it was like a, um, just a, like a like a cake in a cup, <laughs> like a like a gingerbread little mini gingerbread house, like the piece of the door, like ripped off and soaked in whipped cream. Oh. Uh, to pause up, Monica. Okay,
2: well, you know, I, this drink was exciting for me because I love classic gingerbread and I love coffee, and I was really, really pleased it wasn't some hot cinnamon coffee because that's what I was expecting. But the depth of flavor of the mm. gingerbread, whatever—I don't know what is that stuff—it comes it's in gingerbread a flavored syrup, Monica. I, I, I tried not to look. I wanted to think <laughs> for were putting. Dunk- Dunking a big piece of gingerbread in there, um, you know this drink was so delicious. I mean, oh. I I wanted to go ice skating or hum Christmas songs. It was <laughs> just so delicious. And on top, did you notice? I the guy said you want the uh, whipped cream. I said, "Well, is that the usual?" He said, "Yes." I said, "Well, of course, I want the whipped cream." But it is a spiced, is- laced whipped cream. Yes, Monica. Yes, so it is special whipped cream that goes on top. A shout I out, yeah. I did not expect to like this, but I loved it. Two paws
1: up, two oh, paws up. that was an exciting time for you, obviously. <laughs> Sheila, you are uh,
2: such a pusher. You are, you are yeah. corrupting yourself. I know. Well, and, as I always have. And because, because, of course, it's a coffee drink, I was up all night after.
1: After I had that thing, it was amazing. Oh, I slept like a log. I mean, in fact, I did a Starbucks run before I met my boyfriend's mother because I needed just a little jolt. Um, I actually got the caramel brulee. And let's move on to that, Monica. Um The second product we tested was a caramel brulee latte, and uh, let's just say this this is going to set you back almost 400 calories. If you go for the full metal jacket, which is, um, you know, the, the car- hot caramel, the whipped cream, it, it's got chunks of caramel pieces on the top. Now, you can go for a skinny caramel brulee, which I do. I do the, again, short cup, non-fat. Um, the caramel syrup is so sweet, but I want to talk a minute about, um, a lovely person I met last night at Starbucks, uh, before buying the Carmel Brûlée was, um, I didn't catch her name, but a female plumber, um, works for Muir Plumbing. She goes there after work and gets the Venti Carmel Brûlée. And as she said to me, sometimes I know I should go home, but I just can't help myself. (laughs) Oh, I I understand. I understand what you're
2: talking about now.
1: She gets the, the venti caramel brulee. And then she told me that she takes one, um, she takes the cinnamon spice home for her girlfriend. But, um, she was, she was downing that. Now I asked her, how many shots of espresso do you put in that? She said only one. I, 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 the caramel brulee was way too sweet for me, Monica. I mean, oh. I, I, I would prefer like a nice chunk of jar, dark, chocolate. Um, it was way too sweet for me, uh, two paws down for me.
2: Oh, wow. All right. I just have one word for this drink dangerous. It was (laughs) dangerous. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was like, it was buttery, creamy, rich, and sweet. I was, I was actually speechless gulping that thing down. And I was (laughs) gulping it down. What I loved about this drink was, you know, I mean, Starbucks has got it all figured out. They have the warm coffee layered with the cool creamy whipped cream. And so it's designed so you can actually chug it.
1: It's at the perfect <laughs> temperature for chugging Oh you you need coffee bad, Monica. I <laughs> am so, so sorry I ever tried
2: one of these. I, I honestly I don't know how that person could survive a venti cup of one of these oh, and, she, and make it home. She went hard pass, pass out oh, okay. each of the car.
1: I feel people deserve a caramel brulee. And by the way, Monica, you didn't mention the real molasses drizzle <laughs> at the top. Did you mention I, the drizzle? No, I didn't mention the drizzle. But I got like
2: a the brittle. Mine oh, was like know? little caramel pieces of brittle. When I looked inside the cup, it
1: was just oh, delicious looking. Okay, Absolutely. well, the girl so mixed up? She might have mixed it up with me because I got a molasses drizzle. Well, in any case, Monica, it sounds like you you really need to get out of the house more <laughs> and go on. To start with. I love okay. it. I absolutely
2: love it. So, what oh, was your good. ranking
0: on that, Monica? Because that actually sounds delicious. It sounds like oh. you know, like oh, Pralines good. and Cream ice cream at Baskin Robbins.
2: Liz. Very, very good. That's exactly what it tasted like. If you had that
0: and a cup of and coffee a cup of on coffee. The side, yes, I could imagine it from your description. That's what I was tasting.
1: And just a hunk of gingerbread roof. Oh, <laughs> and little Debbie. Oh, are you kidding? Okay, so so so
2: far, uh, I give two paws up to the caramel brulee and the other one, which was the gingerbread thing. I mean, the, these drinks were astounding
1: okay next finally uh let's go to the peppermint mocha the skinny peppermint vanilla latte uh you know ashley my teaching assistant just actually i ran down there again this morning to get the skinny peppermint and man did she make that well it was is double short skinny (laughs) hot just a beautiful blend of peppermint vanilla and spice um, this was a taste sensation, Monica. I usually, you know, I'm not a huge peppermint fan, but my gosh, peppermint and chocolate, that is Christmas. <laughs> I mean, that is Christmas <laughs> right there. Two paws up. Okay. okay. Um, you know, this is going to be extremely biased. I, I
2: hate hot peppermint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's you not a bias. That's a dollars. preference. There's a difference between a bias and a preference. You're entitled to your preference.
2: Okay, well, I went into it, Liz, knowing I was not going to like this drink, and the reason why is my preference is that I absolutely hate hot peppermint, and I really don't enjoy cold peppermint and chocolate together. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I could do one thin mint cookie a year, would satisfy me. <laughs> so I I didn't know they had a full-fat model, which was just the – Peppermint mocha, and it had the whipped cream, little shavings of chocolate on the top. But yeah. I didn't want to waste the calories because I knew I wasn't going to be able to get through the drink. So I got the whatever you talked about, the skinny. You told me skinny peppermint vanilla. It was just,
1: it was so many words to say, it was
2: annoying. <laughs>
1: You hadn't been out of the house, and it was just, yeah, it was a lot to say to someone. I know it's, it's a lot of words for me. I, I felt silly even ordering it,
2: you know. Uh, but I did it. I did it for you, Sheila. I did it for the lab rats. Um, I, I just didn't like this drink. Um, i I can't. Two paws down. On the, I don't like peppermint.
1: Oh well, that's you know. I think you did the right thing, though. You got out of the house. You, you treated yourself, Monica, and that's <laughs> coffee all weekend and that's what a nice starbucks beverage is so let's recap our findings monica uh the gingerbread latte what was your what was your ruling (laughs) i'll just tell
2: you my favorite was that caramel brulee latte and that is and it was way too
1: sweet for me okay all right and your favorite was uh the skinny peppermint all the way that that was quite a surprise, as you said, and um, so it sounds like Monica, you're going to be filling up your Starbucks holiday gift card with more caramel brulee. <laughs> am I
2: right? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm looking forward to my next one, and uh, I'm wondering how soon I can have it. There's no way I could have one before work and then actually work. Okay, Sheila, one final word from Lab Rats. Um This is uh, pertaining to last week's show. We got a Monica, message. Go ahead do not flush those personal wipes down the toilet oh uh, really oh you know, some I of my... have... this is oh my god this is this is news to me oh you didn't know that yeah it's it's bad for the plumbing and i just oh, you, send, send you know
1: what and... we've had a major plumbing disaster actually
0: in building sheila i'm well, sorry to hear you, that you could be
1: the cause Oh my! No, I mean I don't. Okay, I don't want to go into my 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 habits, but I don't think it was the wipes, Monica. Okay, Monica, what are you saying that
2: that it I'm was, just saying. I'm, I'm just trying to make a public service announcement here.
1: You know, just <laughs> oh, just to, to oh, be, not a, a PSL, not not It's a, a PSL pumpkin spice latte.
2: That's <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to. We heard from some plumbers.
0: Just don't flush the <laughs> wipes down the toilet. I'm just impressed. okay. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, let's I think we got. That.
1: That. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. All right.
0: All right. Well, thanks, lab rats. Um, the uh, Do you have any ideas on what your next report will be on? No rush, but uh, you know there were uh, there were a few recommendations on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. So you're going to think about it.
1: We are going to think about it and, and get back to you all okay. on all our right. next week. That's okay. right.
0: All right. Keep us, keep us posted. The, uh, the, uh, thanks, Lab Rats. So whenever you want to get in touch with us, you know, we Satellite Sisters Facebook group, so it's an open group, so you can post whatever you want. Julie, I noticed that uh, just in the last couple of days, someone po- posted a very nice gift item that you will um, that you will enjoy receiving and giving to your friends, and that is the uh, kale shopping bag. That yes,
3: indeed, <laughs> it's on my list, no doubt, Liz.
0: So, uh, so there we are on Facebook. You can also follow me on Facebook, and this is Liz and. Liz on Facebook, Julie, whatever. You can, yes. you can follow us on Facebook. At Twitter, we are at Satsisters. We always tweet out the show and other news about us. So if you want to um, follow at Sat Sisters, that would be great. For those of you who listen to the show, if you subscribe at iTunes, that's great. If you don't subscribe at iTunes, it's a really easy way to get our show and you always get it when it's new. And uh, so if you're in the iTunes group, any amount of reviews or stars you feel moved to give us, that is all good for us. And the same with Stitcher, which is, I really love Stitcher. I have that on my uh, on my smartphone. And the thing that they changed about Stitcher in the last couple of months, sisters, I don't know if you've noticed this on your smartphones, now you can put... The- the little button that says listen later so it's yes I like that it's Lizzie. really good download,
3: yeah yeah so you can download it but then listen later yes, yeah I like so that. you
0: don't have to be online necessarily at that moment to be listening and that's why I was catching up with a lot of the shows including the show that you did this week with Leon on the plane home from Brazil last night because I had gone into Stitcher and just put a bunch of my favorite podcasts into listen later and there it all was for me even when I was at 35,000 miles Above the uh, surface of the earth. Feet. Feet. Not miles. miles. (laughs) Unless you were in a rocket ship. That did sound wrong as soon as I said it. Thank you, Julie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, uh, anyway, so at Stitcher, you know, whenever you listen, you can give a show with thumbs up or a thumbs down. So the more thumbs up you give us, uh, the better it is for us with Stitcher. So anything else we need to mention here? Uh, and we then need to,
3: we, we, uh, Lena and I hope to do a show on Tuesday. It really depends how the pre Thanksgiving preparations go, but that's our plan. If not, we want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving, happy Hanukkah as well, and safe travels as wherever you go to visit your friends and family this week and enjoy yourself
0: yes enjoy yourself. definitely happy thanksgiving uh we are the satellite sisters call your satellite sister